It is NBA trade deadline day. Moves have been going on across the NBA. It's been madness. It's been mayhem. We've got you covered at the Locked On Podcast Network with all the latest action. I'm Kylan Mills, joined right now by Locked On Rockets host Jackson Gatlin. Jackson, thanks for being with us to break down what has been a very complex trade for the Houston Rockets. First of all, how are you holding up? A lot of folks haven't been getting a lot of sleep in the NBA world. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you were awake when the Kevin Durant trade first broke, I mean, that immediately lit the NBA world ablaze. There are a lot of people that just stayed awake the whole way through. I caught a little, I, I took a little nap this morning, Kylan, so I'm good. But I mean, it's been a crazy deadline already, right? You had the Kyrie Irving trade, Kevin Durant, now Phoenix Suns, and both of the a member of the Phoenix Suns, I should say. And both of those trades directly impacting the Houston Rockets, the future of the Brooklyn Nets draft picks that they own for the next five years. And they made some other margin moves at the deadline that are really, really solid deals. Yeah, you mentioned solid. So I'm curious how you're going to evaluate these. So the three-team trade between the Clippers, Grizzlies, and Rockets. The Rockets walk away with John Wall, um, who is expected to be waived from the Clippers. We can get into that in a minute. Danny Green from the Grizzlies, as well as swap rights. Um, Break down exactly what did the Rockets take out of this three-team trade, and how would you evaluate, you know, was this a positive, negative? What was this move? I think when you look at where where Houston comes away from this trade is they've been shopping Eric Gordon for what seems like the last three years, ever since the rebuild kind of started. And it really kind of felt like they might have missed their opportunity to extract maximum value for Eric Gordon at last NBA trade deadline when they didn't move on from him. And then again this summer when they still didn't move on from him. So I was resigned to the idea that Eric Gordon might just, I don't know, retire a Houston Rocket. But the Rockets were able to find a home, find a suitor for Eric Gordon in the LA Clippers. They bring in John Wall and Danny Green as the two salary matching components. Like you mentioned, John Wall is expected to be waived, although I will say, just as a sidebar, how hilarious is it that given the whole situation with John Wall and his grief with the way the Rockets treated him and all that, that he is now getting traded back to the Rockets and will then subsequently be waived. I mean, the NBA script writers are going crazy on this one. Uh, Danny Green, nice, solid veteran presence to have. Uh, you know, it's it's uncertain right now whether or not the Rockets are going to truly hold on to him. Maybe they buy him out, let him get to the buyout market. Maybe they keep him for that locker room presence. But the, the piece of this trade that really matters is the swap rights on the Clippers 2023 first round draft pick because the Rockets do have uh, the Milwaukee Bucks first round draft pick in this year's NBA draft, which right now is sitting at pick number 28, which is not great. A super late first round pick. The Clippers pick is sitting at pick number 18. So that gives the Rockets the right to swap that Clippers pick for the Bucks pick, effectively moving their first round pick up 10 spots right now. And that, that margin might improve depending on how bad or good the Clippers are over the course of the rest of this season. It is worth noting, though, the Clippers do owe their pick to Oklahoma City as well. So the Rockets actually walk away with the worst of the two picks between OKC and the LA Clippers. However, the Thunder are probably going to be a worse team than the Clippers this season. So that swap between those two teams probably not going to take effect, which then means that the Rockets will then get their hands on wherever the Clippers pick ultimately lands. And that's a that's a huge win for the Rockets because when you look at moving up in the NBA draft and when you look at other trades of teams that have tried to move up in the draft and what that usually costs, I mean, it's basically like you got a first-round draft pick for Eric Gordon, which is a huge win at this point. 
Yeah, and you mentioned because they've been trying to offload Eric Gordon forever. And, and just a reminder, because I didn't mention it off the top, he is going to the Clippers. The Clippers also got three second-round picks from the Grizzlies in that three-team deal. Um, now, you kind of mentioned the outlook moving forward. I mean, the Rockets are just piling up draft capital, and you also have to look back at the impact of that Harden deal because of they have additional first-round picks due to that. Can you walk us through where the Rockets sit in the draft and what picks they have available in addition to the ones you mentioned through 2027? Yeah, absolutely. So the Rockets still owe uh, multiple picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder starting as early as next year. Unfortunately, the Rockets do not own their own future draft capital by way of the the aftermath of the previous Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul trade from a few years back. And so the Thunder are about to start reaping the benefits of that trade as the Rockets still owe three picks to OKC. But where they do have draft capital is the Brooklyn Nets picks that they now own that look incredible in the aftermath of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant forcing their way out of Brooklyn. They have the next five years worth of Brooklyn Nets picks starting with this year in 2023. They have swap rights. Then they have swap rights again in 2025 and 2027 for the Nets picks. And then they have the outright picks in 2024 and 2026 fully unprotected across the board. And Given the state of things right now with Brooklyn and not having a star player and not really knowing the sense of direction for that franchise, those picks are at peak value at this very moment. Yeah, and if you're the Rockets, what what are the moves moving forward, I guess? And I feel like there is some frustration for fans, you know, when you have a team that's sitting at last in the conference and there's no, hey, major moves to improve right now, but the future is very bright. You know, what do these draft picks mean to the organization and what direction do you think they're heading? Well, I think when you look at the original outcome of the James Harden trade, right? Anytime a star player says, get me out, I'm done, right? You're, it's going to be really tough in the immediate aftermath to feel good about the state of the franchise because you just moved on from a star player. But now we can look back on not even two years removed or barely two years removed from when Rafael Stone and the Houston Rockets front office traded James Harden to the Brooklyn Nets. And this is the fully realized like potential of what these Nets picks could have become because the hope that entire time was, man, okay, if something happens, if Brooklyn implodes, if all three of those stars, if they, if maybe it's injuries, maybe it's age, maybe they just don't get along, whatever different variables could have come to fruition, it happened. There's no James Harden there. There's no Kyrie. There's no KD. So now those picks are incredible, right? This was the best possible outcome. And the Rockets won that trade. They won the James Harden trade. You have to give credit to the Houston Rockets front office for making that deal, for not accepting the offer that Philadelphia had on the table back then, trying to give the Rockets Ben Simmons and a couple extra firsts for James Harden, because clearly right now, Ben Simmons is a negative value contract. Nobody around the entire NBA wants him. And it's even, it's, it's pure poetry that he's actually stuck with the Brooklyn Nets now, as well as the Nets not having their three stars. So, you have that. You do have a team that is still bad. They're they're on pace to be the worst team in the association for the third year in a row. But you have a ton of exciting young talent. You have a lot of question marks about this upcoming offseason because the Rockets are going to have they're projected to have up to 60 million dollars in cap room, especially now that they've moved on from Eric Gordon. They didn't take back any long term money. They'll have a ton of cap room to play around with this offseason. Will they go out and sign a marquee, marquee free agent? Will they swap out their head coach and make an upgrade in the coaching department? Because there's been a lot of question marks about Steven Silas and if he's going to stick around past this season. The Rockets have a bunch of moves that they can make this offseason, including potentially 
cashing in on those Brooklyn Nets picks for maybe a disgruntled star, the next, you know, marquee player that becomes available, you know, in the NBA marketplace. And that could really jettison this team from being at the bottom of the standings to kind of being on their way back towards relevancy within the span of a few months in the NBA offseason. And the biggest point in all of this is the Rockets are going to have the chance to draft yet another top talent in this year's NBA draft. They have their own pick. And depending on what happens with the Brooklyn Nets, they might have two shots at a top asset if the Nets pick actually starts to plummet a little bit and get into the lottery standings because they have that swap right on the pick. If somehow the Nets pick lands at, say, like, 10th in the lottery standings and has a chance to shoot up to number four, then the Rockets could possibly swap to that if their pick falls at, say, number five. So there's a lot of optionality, a lot of flexibility here that the Rockets have. They're going to draft another top another top player in this year's NBA draft, and then they'll have a lot of moves to be able to make this offseason to kind of get back to some semblance of relevancy within the NBA landscape. All right, so at least that's something positive. Fans can look forward to a little bit of a bright spot. While it might seem tough right now, the team is the worst record in the NBA. There is a bright future ahead and potentially future stars coming to the organization. Absolutely. And then they also they they did make one other move at the deadline, too, which I, I've been I've been a little critical about the Rockets and kind of, you know, as they've navigated this rebuild, they haven't exactly been the best at making these. I, I like to call them right. The margin moves, right? Little things that they don't necessarily move the needle, but they allow you to you know stock up additional assets and make little moves here and there. And given the the way the. NBA trade deadline looks this year. I mean, you're you've got teams dealing out five first or sorry, five second round picks for players, you know, in back to back subsequent trades and whatnot. So clearly second round picks have some value and the Rockets did that. They actually dealt Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando for Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky from the Atlanta Hawks. And they also got back two second round draft picks in that trade. So that's again, the Houston Rockets front office just making these little margin moves and acquiring these, you know, they're not assets that are going to suddenly land you a superstar, but those extra two two second round picks could be the difference maker in a trade further down the line where they need to maybe sweeten the pot a little bit or package a bunch of second round picks together to go get a difference maker or role player that kind of fits what they need or you know kind of shores up a spot in the rotation so I was a big fan of that trade as well all right well good news we like to hear some positivity coming from Houston thanks so much our locked on Rockets host Jackson Gatlin for joining us for more on the NBA trade deadline follow your local locked on show and subscribe to locked on NBA for the latest All the time, we got you covered. Locked on your team every day.